Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. List, Scotty. All right. Hawthorne are taking on West Coast in Tasmania today and Hawthorne head of footy Rob McCartney has been good enough to join us. Rob, welcome to Crunch Time. Thanks, Sarah. Now, it's been a pretty big week for the club um, with Alistair Clarkson stepping down from his role at North Melbourne. How have you digested it at all? Because it's it's there's a lot to take in, isn't there? Oh, there is. And I think most importantly, um, you know, my relationship with Alistair goes back nearly 40-odd years. We grew up in in towns quite close to each other. So, um, you know, what I'd like to say is I just hope he's getting the support he needs and um, taking back to full health and whether that means coming back to footy uh, or not. Um, you know, what I'd like to see is just he's health, happy and healthy. Rob, Tom Morris here. Thanks for um, having a chat to us. I'm not going to talk too much about this, but I think it's important that um, we get a response from you uh, regarding Sonia Hood's comments yesterday about Hawthorne. She said Hawthorne's report was poor and its response to it was poor, but I would like to think it was created with good intentions, but it did not create a bridge to deal with hurt. It set up a monumental set of battle lines. Did you read or hear these comments? And if so, what's your response? Actually, no, I hadn't hadn't read them. Obviously, we travelled yesterday. Um, Look, probably for, for us, one of the things that our football club did early was was ensured that the football department sort of had a little bit of a distance between both the process and the investigation. Yep. And the reason being that we were in a position as a, as a footy club, as you know, that we really need to focus on investing some time into the playing group that we had. Couldn't afford to really be distracted in the development of that group and the investment of a, a game plan that hopefully would stand up to finals when it when our time came. So I I can't really comment on you know, the process and what's happened, obviously that's something that was, was delivered at a different level. But I have read Andy Gowers' um, president's message yesterday, more or less trying to, to explain, you know, the limitations with, with the work that they had to do. Were you, as head of football, um, privy to that message at all from Andy Gowers? Did you have any impact on it at all? Or was it just done at board level? No, no, just done at board level. Well, I machine board level. Yep. Rob, we had you on, might have been five or six weeks ago, and you spoke uh, around the midfield and where you were ranked the previous year, which formed some of your decisions on moving players on at the end of last year. I'm just going to follow up with a question. How have you assessed uh, the opportunities given to your young midfielders and the progress they make? As I mentioned, Will Day, who has been absolutely outstanding and is a clear benefactor of those decisions made but if you could just expand on how it's going and perhaps some of the other younger players that have been provided exposure through the midfield yeah I remember the conversation actually Scott and um, at that time we probably didn't have the evidence that uh, could back up the information that I was talking about but the strategy I could I could talk of at that stage um, there's enough evidence now I think you know nine rounds in that the the approach to provide opportunity to the wheel days but not only wheel like you know James Warple was another player who just had missed a number of opportunities to, to get a, an exposure as a starting mid um, through the last couple of years and and has now got that I think he's back to playing some of his best footy you know uh, Jai Newcomb has, has got another 10 games into himself where he's a, 
a pretty pivotal part of that midfield. And and unfortunately, with Jager and Tom, because they were good players um, and are still good players in the competition, those opportunities just weren't going to be afforded to to those young boys. And and Connor Nash is the other one. Um, I think we're just starting to see, you know, the the, the talent that the big-bodied Irishman has has brought over with him to to our country, and and now with with a little bit of time in the game is starting to show that, um, you know, he might develop into a pretty handy player. Rob, Sam Mitchell tested positive for COVID a few days ago. He was away from the club. What is the club's policy, the AFL's policy, on anyone that does have COVID? Um, and how did you have to rearrange the magnets or shuffle things this week so that um, it could be as normal as possible for the players? Yeah, well, look, um, in terms of, of, you know, the, the AFL's policy, the AFL's policy is just... Now, the, the policy for the community in terms of how you manage it. Um, having Sam away, we just we just made sure that, um, you know, Sam had a, a, a voice to, to our, our group in, in through a telephone call. But what's been really important, I think, is that sometimes there's a, a real blessing in maybe the senior coach just having a couple of days away from the group because what it does is it gives the rest of the co- coaches an opportunity to more or less step into a space and develop a little bit um, have a voice in front of the group that's a little bit more prevalent than what it normally is. And what I've, I've seen is the benefit of that is now in the back end of the week, um, Sam comes into to the environment again, you know, a, on main training day and, and leading into the game. And there's just a, a freshness about his voice. Um, so it's, well, it's not ideal for Sam to get sick. Um, you know, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a win-win in the sense that um, it does provide some opportunity for others and it also does provide a chance just to freshen Sam up within front of the group. So do you think, based on that, it's something you'll consider going forward, that you'll not give Sam until a few days away from the club, but allow assistant coaches to take more control during the week to freshen him up and also the players? I think you've, I think you've got to look at that like through the, the length of any coach's journey. You know, the, the importance of continuing developing your coaching group as a whole, because Sam, while he's a, a, a master tactician and he's, he's really good at, at um, you know, seeing the game and, and, and verbalising what he's seeing, it, it needs a, uh, you know, a village to, to raise our little community of footballers. So wherever you can find the time to develop your, your broader coaching group, wherever you can keep your coach's message really fresh, I think is, is a smart strategy for what we see as a long journey in the game for Sam. Rob, just on a bit of a lighter note, is there going to be a banner down there in Tassie today <laughs> where, where we're reading that apparently it didn't get on the flight? Sarah, unless you're bringing it down, <laughs> nope. um, there's, there's not one here. <laughs> um, so in, in saying that, though, um, you know, you've got to be problem solvers in, in today's world. So um, I think we'll have something pretty special. I think we've got some, uh, you know, in in, uh, in reference and, and respect to Sir Doug Nichols' round, we've got some really special tributes to that with some young Indigenous children walking out with our players, some clapsticks, um, some excitement in terms of, of that, but there will not be no breaking of banners today. <laughs> Rob, after the Tasmanian team comes into the competition, would you like to continue or do you intend to continue playing games down in Tassie? Oh, the one thing I'd say about that, Scotty, is that we play them well down here, don't we? Like, yes. You know, our, record, <laughs> our record's pretty good, so... So walking away from playing footy in Tassie is is something that um, you know is, is challenging at best because you look at the three games we've played. We played a practice match against Collingwood um, before the season started, and and two other you know games for points down here, and have played really well. And 
you know, we continue to, to find that other clubs don't probably enjoy the trip as much as what we do. So, look, I think we'd always look to see how long we could keep that association with Tasmania and particularly Launceston. Rob, how does the process work on the bench? I'm saying this in reference to Sydney and North Melbourne yesterday. How, how does the interchange, I guess, uh, formalities take place each and every game and, and who's in control of that? Oh, look, I can only talk for our club and yep. I really feel for, for North. Um, I know how, you know, we're all working so hard to to win games um, and they're close to winning one and, and something like this happens. But, you know, for us, um, you know, the AFL obviously gives us a, an alert when we get to 70 interchanges um, and then they and us count those down to 75, obviously. Um, and we have a number of people on the bench that, that have control of that. Um, and that could be different at different clubs. Um, but, yeah, we we monitor that. And I think, and it's, it's sad to say, but now that this has happened, I think, um, you know, every other club is probably even more vigilant with this moving forward. Um, I doubt it will happen again. It will certainly be a cautionary tale indeed. Rob, thank you for joining us. Best of luck down there. Banner or no banner? Yeah, thanks, Sarah. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to, to getting out there and getting a win. Thanks, Rob. Hawthorne head of footy, Rob McCartney, joining us He's there. Good. It will be unusual without a banner, though, won't it? Yeah, well, West Coast haven't had a banner for a while, and I think there might be a petition to bring their banner back. Maybe I'm old school. I, <laughs> I liked banner when I was young. I don't really take much notice of them now unless there's a typo. <laughs> All right, as we head to the break, it's time for a dabble with Josh Jeans. On the other side, we'll touch on the three games coming up today.